us having fun. Whoa, what's that beam of light? Hey, young Andrew Lens. It's me, Andrew Lens from the future, telling you that your dream is going to come true. What? No way! Yeah, you're going to have an awesome podcast called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on... PSAP Radio Network! The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to another special episode of History Creeps. We're doing another episode of Creepy Side of the Network. If you've listened to the show before, you follow along, you know that this is a special episode in which I, Chris Chavez, one of the co-hosts of History Creeps, sits down with another network member, another host of one of the many podcasts at the network found at BICBP-radio.com. We sit down, we talk about creepy things, scary things, what makes them shiver. Today we have on the show uh, one of the hosts of the Two Point Conversation. He's also the host of his own show. It's called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? Andrew Lenz. Andrew, what's up, dude? Hey, not too much. How are you doing today? Doing doing well, doing well, man. Welcome to the Creeper Clubhouse. Uh, it's a little dusty, so just uh, yeah. you know, find a little spot to sit down, and, and uh, we're going to get into this, dude. Um so you do two point conversation, yeah. a football talk with with Matt Johnson and the other the whole crew. He's got a whole team doing that show, uh, and you do let's talk but no politics. Okay, so two points easy, right? That's football. I could say why are you into it because you like football, right? Yeah. Uh, let's talk but no politics. Where where did this idea come from? What was the draw? What got you into doing it? Uh, got me doing it is uh, random conversations I would pretty much have at work where just people sitting inside of an office with me and it's just the most weirdest random conversations would come up either about uh, what we enjoyed growing up or a movie somebody watched or you know who would win in a fight over this just random non-work related just off the wall conversations and that's pretty much where I came from as I wanted to do something like that where uh, just listening to different people's opinions on, I guess, very obscure, I wouldn't say obscure, but just toys, video games, and everything else like that. Cartoons, just listening to what different people liked and what they didn't like, and, you know, just random who would win in a fight <laughs> type yeah. deal. Just just talking yeah just basically talking to people yeah I, I like the way you say that because if you work in an office or you work in a setting where there's a lot of people it's going to happen you you have conversations with coworkers, and it can range from what you watched on tv to you know what's in the news or, or or like you said 
you know, nostalgic things as well. I was lucky enough to be on the show. I, I was a, uh, a guest on your show. We, we recorded an episode in which we discussed uh, deaths from our childhood and, and now and fictional. I don't want to say deaths and be like, okay, we got real deep, uh, but like fictional deaths from our childhood that really had an impact on us. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, so I, I, I would let the creepers know that if you're looking for a good show where it's just a, a bunch of like, episodes are different topics conversational uh definitely check it out it's amazing and then obviously if you're an nfl fan two-point conversations where it's at on the network um yeah. so you do it uh, the way two-point works is you guys each do it a specific day right you have a certain day that you do an episode for yes i do friday nfl history so that's uh i'm i i do believe i'm the oldest so it's kind of funny <laughs> that i get nfl history but uh <laughs> I think that's probably my favorite topic about anything, even NFL or sports wise or just anything in life is history is one of the most amazing things in the world because whenever you, I found out sports through anything, you know, once you think you knew the first person who did something, there most likely is another person that did it before them, maybe not in the same exact way or in the same exact light, but pretty much the same way. Yeah. I like it, dude. Yeah, obviously, obviously I love history. We do history creeps, uh, you know, and it delves into one of the uh, Johnny Townsend's and my deepest loves is history. And and then we decided, hey, we also like, like uh, you know, creepy, weird, paranormal, unexplained things. Let's just delve into the entire world, you know, and, and how they interact. So that's what we're doing with you today, dude. We're talking about the creepy side of the network, the things that – make you shiver uh, are you a fan of creepy like scary strange things yes um ghosts oh okay uh, ghost is probably my biggest thing that i've always been intrigued by you know the paranormal um uh, it it's always been something because you always get that shiver or some spot in your house, like they say, is a little bit colder or yeah, feels different than the other spot. So it's just kind of wondering what is there and who is with you or what is with you. Um, it's kind of always been that way. Uh, what I'm is not- what is your earliest, like, like what's your earliest well, memories of being fascinated by it? Or, or what, what's the earliest you can remember getting really interested or really just kind of feeling like you were afraid of something like that? That wasn't just the kind of, you know, the dark or the monster under the bed. Um, it was this, actually, it's weird. I, they made a movie about this guy. I forget what it's called. I think it's called Big Guys or something like that. I don't know if you've ever seen any of the paintings. No. Um. But there is an artist and he would paint these paintings of like these kids with huge eyes. Okay. And it's, and I remember my grandmother's house, she had a long hallway and at the end of the hallway was just a wall big enough to fit like one painting. And she always had this painting of this little girl with like a stairway going to nowhere and it's all ba- black in the background. Um, and it's just little girl. And she's like sitting up holding her knees. And she just would like pierce you oh with her eyes. God, and that's... I just always remember being freaked out by that. And that was um, 
when I got my proton pack for Christmas, <laughs> that was my ghost that I was like busting. Dude, so that is creepy to... sounding. Yeah. Oh yeah. The movie is called big eyes. I don't know what Walter Keene, Walter Keene. Uh, I didn't even watch this movie because of this <laughs> and matter of matter of fact, when my, uh, when my grandmother passed, there was the painting and I actually kept it because I was too afraid to throw it away. Like it was going to be like some weird, like monkey paw type thing <laughs> where it would just come back to me or something like that. I don't know where it is now since the last time I moved, but I actually kept it like in my garage and I would flip it around. Oh. My, my kids would go, what is that? I'm like, don't look at it. Just leave it alone. <laughs> it's cursed. You don't want to look at it. Dude, if you yeah. come across it in the middle of packing in your next venture, you got to send me a picture. I got to see this thing. Oh, it's, it's so, it was just like the creepiest thing in the world. <laughs> wow. It, it had to be like literally the worst thing you could put like at the end of a hallway. <laughs> Especially, can you imagine a little, I mean, you can, you were a little kid, a little kid in the dark yeah. hallway, just knowing what's waiting there. Oh, no. but it was, I, I busted it though with my proton pack. You there know? you go. You kept everyone yeah. safe. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, going <laughs> so let's get into it, dude. So Ghostbusters, obviously you had a love of Ghostbusters. That kind of ties into the fact that you said, you know, for you, ghosts, you know, hauntings has always been your interest. Uh, that's the one that that's caught you and, and, and actually gave you the shivers. What are your, some of your experiences or, or your thoughts on that? You be, Obviously you believe in ghosts and hauntings. Yes. Um, not a lot of people believe me on this, but the uh, – I would have to say the first time I seen a ghost and not a lot of people believe me and tell me that I was crazy. And I still remember yeah. it was a second grade field trip. I want to say Ooh. Uh, Fort Niagara, the famous well where the guy got his head cut off and then mm -hmm. thrown down the, the well, I, I, I swear, I don't, it was one of those things where, uh, everybody was looking down the well saying, Oh, I could see the head. I could see the head. And I'm like, there's no head down there. And I swear this figure came out of the wall, just turned and looked at me in the middle of the hallway, then turned together and walked through the other wall. And it was like a split second thing. And everybody was like, no, that didn't happen. And I was like, I'm telling you, telling you this this happened this happened i saw it and it flipped me out and i still have like whenever i do go there it's still kind of it still kind of gets to me like i never feel totally comfortable in that in that area are you constantly like expecting to see it again like hoping to see it again yes it's more of hoping to see it again to to reassure myself because it's been such a long time mm -hmm. that, you know, sometimes I'm like, did it really happen? But then I still feel like it did because mm -hmm. and but that was one thing that kind of got to me. Um, other than that, I mean, there was one thing where we lived in a house and some guy was delivering pizza and told my brother that his grandfather died in the house, but nothing really was too creepy with that one. Uh, my, uh, not the last place I lived, but the last place I lived in Niagara Falls. Um, this is probably the, the worst thing in, I, <laughs> in the world in a way, uh, 
I believe there was something dark in there. Uh, the way that my wife and my daughter describe it, that it was just a dark, shadowy figure. And it was only in one, it was only upstairs. Uh, never felt it really anywhere in the house, but my only experience with it, and I'll tell you about theirs too, because theirs is a lot worse than mine. Mm -hmm. My experience is I never saw it. But I do remember whenever I would go up the stairs, it would be a very heavy, angry feeling. Like I would just be angry, no matter what I saw, no matter what happened. I I was I was angry, and it just I hated going upstairs. Uh, I lived there for eleven years. I think for a while, I maybe went upstairs maybe once every three months or so. Wow. And that was about it. Uh, I hated, I just hated going up those stairs. They say I that, still, dude. Yeah, they say like whenever you see the dark entities that it's really not a good thing, you know. And then I've seen also where, where you see these specials or these documentaries where people talk about that their their emotions are manipulated. And a lot of times there's this kind of aggravated anger that's just below the surface. And they just don't understand why, but for some reason just easily aggravated and ready to pop off. Yeah, it was just horrible. Uh, my wife has said that at one point she felt like it was holding her down. Oh, man. That's that's too much. Dude. I don't even know what I'd do. <laughs> you still there, Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It felt like it was, uh, it felt like it was holding her down. Um, my daughter said that she's gotten up in the middle, would get up in the middle of the night, and there would be this thing uh, hovering over her, oh, like man. almost like protecting her. Yeah, so I mean that's that's probably that's probably the most scariest one, and I think one of them told me one time, and I was like, no, 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 but I wish I would have actually did it. Uh, and the only other thing that I remember is I, I've, I've always been a ghost. I watched ghost adventures mm -hmm. a lot and there's tons of apps out there uh, for, you know, to, uh, what are they? EVPs. So I remember one time I was sitting in my living room and I was like, I'm just going to download this and see what's going on in my house. <sighs> and the words two and evil came up. What? What? Yeah, and I never put I never put two and two together until we until we left and she told me the story. Until they told me their stories. That two at first it was it's a two and then it said evil. Like it was like almost one of those it wasn't so much an EVP. Oh, was it like um, the voice box things? Those those uh Yes were the yes. ghost ghost box or something? Yeah, it was supposed to be like that. And oh it's my like God. two and evil. And I was like, no, this is kind of <laughs> stupid. But now I wish I, I, I wish I would have actually been like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but actually, once I moved out of that house, I, I wasn't as angry as I was. Yeah, I guess. And you. not as, yeah, it was very hard. The, other thing where I've probably come in contact with a ghost is I worked in a building um, 
I worked for like an auto recycler in the warehouse. So I spent a lot of time by myself in this big warehouse. And I swear one time I was putting away a part on a shelf and out of the corner of my eye, it looked like there was a little girl oh, no. watching me put away parts. And no. then I looked over and it was gone. No, dude, I can't do like the spirit of kids or children or I hear the like disembodied voices of children. I can't do it, dude. Nope, I'm wow. out. I'm out. It was, it was definitely like, that was probably the worst. But if you just went anywhere in that warehouse, it was, it it felt heavy in the, because it was like a bunch of buildings kind of put together. So there was like older and then newer buildings kind of just all put together. Mm. And if you were at anywhere in where it was the older section, it, you would feel you you could feel like somebody was watching you either maybe because you were by yourself or if there was actually something watching you but it was it was creepy working there uh, do you ever uh you ever go ghost hunting with friends we did there oh really uh, yes but it wasn't the best crew i would have to say a lot of us didn't take it as serious as some and at one point we did split up you know, we went into like three separate groups and this is where I get know about like the older areas. We went back into this older area and we sat by ourselves in the dark with, you know, just in the dark for a little bit longer and you could just feel like something wasn't right. So then we'd go into like the newer sections and the newer sections you felt absolutely fine like it was like nothing but like i said it was something about those older sections of the building like something happened something happened it was also an old uh what was it called chisholm rider i -hmm. believe they made tractors Mm -hmm. and during world war ii i was told it was like a munitions plant oh wow okay so i don't know the history i tried to look some stuff up and it was I couldn't find anything like if anybody died or anything like that in there, any accidents. Interesting. But it was, but it was very, very heavy. But that's my only thing with ghost hunting is through there, which I wish I would have done a little bit more ghost hunting. Mm -hmm. But then again, I'm kind of like, uh, when I did do that ghost hunting, like I said, I'm not ultra religious, but I had a rosary around, <laughs> around my hand and they thought that was kind of funny. And I said, you don't know what you're messing with when you start going into things. And so I don't, I, I, if I've, Oh, the exorcist is like the one movie that I could never watch. Oh. Like I was up, I was up for like a month where I would just have to pass out to fall asleep after watching that movie. No kidding, I, dude. So I'll tell you for sure. For the uh, one time, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I don't blame you for having the rosary because when we went ghost hunting, I remember me and my brothers when I was younger, uh, younger than I am now. I wasn't really that young at the time, but I, you know, we we had a spiritualist uh, reverend, I guess you would call. I don't know what you call the leader of the spiritualist church. Do a blessing for us and do like this. She said a, a protective kind of whatever around us to make sure you know while we were doing it, if if there were anything that you know it was anything negative or anything dark that it wouldn't we you know we wouldn't attract it or have it attached to us. So I mean I don't blame you. Uh, and speaking of the Exorcist, let's move right into this piece of it. Let's go into like the paranormal because I don't know usually how to fit this topic, but 
um, not being super religious, you know, but do you believe or have the, you know, any kind of, um, I mean, you guess you have to kind of believe a little bit in, in that whole idea of exorcisms and demon possession. Yes, I, I do. Um, yeah, I don't, (laughs) um, I definitely, that's like, flips me out as anything to do with demons or anything like that like i don't go to church um per se as regular as i should uh wherever i go i wouldn't say wherever i go but you know my house always has a bible Mm -hmm. um i do not throw away bibles uh there are times where I swear, but I do not take the Lord's name in vain. So like that type of, I, I pray and everything else mm-hmm. it's, but I, demonic possessions is probably like, it just, I can't deal with it. I don't like to see it. Um, yeah. My kids one time told me they were playing with a Ouija, Ouija board. I told <gasps> them to never do that. Leave Uh-oh. that stuff alone. I said, get away from it and everything else. Uh, yeah, dude, I believe in that stuff. I really do. Like, there's people who are like, come on, man. It's Milton Bradley. It's just a game board. I'm like, bro, it's it's not just the maybe they manufactured it, but what they're doing, the combination of letters, what that whole thing means, it's not just a game, dude. No. Uh, no, I. Yeah. I, I totally believe in that. Like, you. Did I you ever mess with one when you were a kid? I did for about two seconds and then I got out of there. Yeah. We did a party, you know, little cousins and stuff in the bedroom messing with it. And it was one of those things where like, come on, you're doing it. You're doing it. But it freaked me out. I was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. My mother always told me a story um, that when she was little, they did it. Or it was like a, my aunt was having a sleepover and, um, they were messing around with one and she said all of a sudden she saw like a spirit go across the um the cabinet and i believe she referred to it as the devil's wife what so oh my god yeah yeah she's I, she told me the name but i try and block that stuff out um so like i don't know if it was something to scare me or if it was true uh pretty much i don't know if my mother still believes it but my grandmother was very like spiritual and ghost thing like she believed in reincarnation and everything Mm -hmm. else so like i i never played with one because she told me that story and i just like it was like one of those things where you're a kid and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then all of a sudden <laughs> I did it and I was like, I'm done with this. Yep. And I went, and I went running real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you, dude. Um, yeah. Let's move on from the, that side of the paranormal. Let's go to uh, UFOs and alien life. Do you believe in that stuff? Have you ever seen anything? I wouldn't say I've seen anything. No. Um I do believe there's aliens because I don't believe that we're 100% alone in this in this whole universe. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts my, on those those things? Like the Navy released that video, those videos, and the Pentagon says, "Hey, there are things that fly around that we don't know what they are, and they don't look like they're from Earth." Yeah, I could see that's one of those things where I I always believe um, when it comes to anything like that. I always believe in that. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Wag the Dog. 
Oh, where sometimes yeah. they'll they'll release that stuff to get you to look the one way. Right. And all of a sudden, you're not looking at the other way. So I'm kind of I'm very on the fence when it comes to aliens. You know, there's I'm like fifty fifty whether they've actually been here. Um. So I mean, I would love to do I, w- I would love to you know have the whole alien thing like i i think of more more or less when i think of aliens making contact with us i know this is going to sound crazy but <laughs> i always think of uh star trek oh okay where they're like where they're like the vulcans come to visit earth the first time because all of a sudden we created the warp drive so they're like oh this race is intelligent like us so now we're going to come and visit go and visit them that's where I'm at it, where they're like, maybe they're waiting for us to catch up. <laughs> I've always had and, that feeling, dude, that they did visit us at one point and we're like, yeah, these guys are like so way behind. We're not even going to bother yet. Yes. That's <laughs> where, that's where, like, I heard that story in Star Trek and I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, maybe they do come to visit, but don't get out or anything like that. But, it's it's one of those things when it comes to aliens, UFO, like I, I'm not as into it as I feel like I should be sometimes. Hmm. Like with ghosts, like I'm all in on ghosts. Yeah. Go I, I I will I will argue with hours that ghosts <laughs> exist and everything else, but aliens it's like, okay, yeah, maybe they're there, but some you know something's probably out there, but maybe it hasn't come. Yeah. So I'm very reserved when it comes to aliens and UFOs. I gotcha. I gotcha. Have you ever heard of that theory that uh, they're not t- technically that really from space, they're from different dimensions, that that's why they pop in and out of existence so quickly? I've I've never heard that, but that sounds way better. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Awesome. There's this there's this theory that they they exist in in this other dimension which is in a different like kind of vibration and that that's how they travel to different dimensions is that they know you know that these these uh these 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 uh objects that they're flying in are able to tune to different way, uh frequencies so they just pop in and out of different dimensions and that's why we'll see them and then boom they're gone or they look like they zoom away but really they're just kind of sucking out of the of our reality. Yeah, see, I could, I, I, I believe in that. I believe that there's alternate realities. Yeah, and different dimensions, like, I re- like different timelines and everything like that as well. Oh yeah, I think so too, dude. I read somewhere one time where you know how they have those those radio kind of uh, tell us photos of space, and and I guess I guess we can actually with a certain telescopes and radio technology, we can see up to a specific edge like there's a certain spot in space we can go as far as we can and that's as far as we can see but they're saying that there's this weird kind of thing happening way out there where some scientists theorize that that's the point where another dimension another parallel universe is rubbing up against ours like that's the edge of ours and that's where theirs begins it's really it's really far out dude it's far out stuff but it's it's really interesting yeah i could I could see that like the whole idea behind dimensions and alternate timelines are always interesting to me because um, it's just, you know, you, you make a choice and then you always you think back about if you could change that choice, 
where would that follow you? It's kind of like looking back where nobody, where you just look back, but you always think about, is there another alternate like timeline that splits off? Right. And you made that choice. That's the one thing that I've always had rolling around in my head is, you know, okay, I did this, but say I would have did this, how would have I, would have it changed? Right. In any other way. I gotcha. Uh, but that, I mean, that's always something that's, that's yeah. always in my mind as well. Because once again, I, I relate... I relate everything to pretty much a TV show or a movie in my head for some reason. Yeah. So like when you talk about that stuff, I always think of back to the future as well, where, you know, you can't interact with yourself or you shouldn't interact with your parents or it's going to change the timelines. That's mostly where I get that off, you know, that idea from, and then it makes you think more into it Yeah. or even like, uh, I don't know if you watch Community where they yes. were going to roll the dice. Yes. Where they were going to roll the dice to see the pizza. Who did get the pizza? And Abed tells them that he's going to open up six different alternate timelines and he shouldn't do this. Yes, I remember like, this. I remember this episode. And they create the evil timeline. Yes. Oh, so and, good. Yeah, that's where that's where it gets me thinking all the time too. Like. If this would have happened, how would have this changed or anything like that? There's also another great one is uh oh uh, it's on Hulu where they change where they go back to try and change timelines. I think I forget it. It's the date that Kennedy is assassinated. It's oh pretty much yeah, the name of the show. It's a Stephen King's uh, book that they they made yep. it to a show. Yeah, dude, that's a good one too, man. And that one yes. has these crazy ideas, like that. There's this this person who is there to try to keep control of all these timelines, and he gets annoyed when this guy keeps coming back and doing things. It's like, that's a really good, really good uh, concept there. Yeah. And I like that. I like that idea that there's these time slips, like these little portals that kind of slip you back to other moments in time. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Cause that was really intriguing to me. Just the whole entire thing. It almost reminds me too. Once again, I I'm sorry if I relate everything to something crazy is uh, it's almost like in comic books with the watcher. Yes. You know, the watcher watches over everything but he's not supposed to get involved. So I almost think like there is watchers and God is the watcher. There's something that's, that's kind of keeping track of how the simulation's running, huh? Yes. Yes. I've always, I, I've gone even through if we really are in a matrix in my mind before. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely dude. The simulation theory. I really, am, uh, uh, I, that fascinates me. It really does. Yeah, that's that's the like the one thing that always kind of once I watched that that kind of was like maybe we're just maybe <laughs> we're just batteries to you know this bigger machine and everything else. And, it's crazy. It's a rabbit hole, man. It becomes this rabbit hole that you just kind of start spiraling down as you think of all of these crazy things that could be possibilities. Yeah, that's <laughs> what is, that's. What? That's the craziest part about all of it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What are your thoughts on cryptids, dude? Do you uh, are you a fan of Bigfoot or or Loch Ness monster? Do you think these are just you know man made things for attention? What are your thoughts on cryptids? 
I do. That's another one where I'm kind of on the fence. I, I do believe there's a Bigfoot. And I think in a way, though, like I will not watch. Like Squatch Hunters. Bigfoot, yeah, like when that Finding Bigfoot show was on, I I just couldn't watch it. Yeah. I had a feeling it wasn't going to be found. So I'm just not going to waste my time with it. Now, if you have something where it's uh, kind of gives you a history or anything like that, I will watch that. Uh, I even watched, I don't know if you remember a couple, well, more than a couple of years ago, uh, the fake documentary on mermaids. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. I never watched it, yeah. but that, that brought back some memories. Yeah, I watched I watched that and you know it made it sound so good too and made it kind of got you to think in a minute where you know maybe there was a small race of people that was like I don't want to live on land so I'm just going to go into the water and I'm going to slowly adapt but things like Bigfoot uh the Loch Ness monster and all that stuff is something I do believe in I just don't like to watch the stuff where they kind of go looking for them. Yeah. I want to yeah. know, I, you know, if they give me a history or they say something like the Bigfoot video, the famous Bigfoot video where he's walking by. Right. Um, if they analyze it, I'll watch those. But other than that, I can't watch if a show is completely based around something of that nature. Uh, I guess I do dude. believe there's, there's other things out there that maybe didn't quite, fully evolve oh yeah dude they're constantly fine like they think that i just saw something in the news recently where they found some sort of it's a weird kind of species of underwater something or other but when you look at it it looks like it's got like this real real long thin kind of uh like a stalk or a neck that comes from the from the the, the ocean floor and then the top of it almost looks like a flower but the shape of it looks like E.T.'s head. So they call them little E.T.'s down there. Yeah, that's <laughs> never been seen before ever until recently. So, yes, I think that there's obviously some stuff out there that we're not going to know about yet. We like to think we know everything by now with technology and, you know, globalism and, and just kind of where we are. But, geez, think about parts of our Earth that are still, still unseen to the human eye. Oh, yeah. I always think about that with like the ocean and everything else that it's, it's just such a vast deep area that nobody can really fully chart it all in probably within my lifetime or so. Yeah. I don't think and everything so. else. Um, I mean, another thing that kind of got me thinking about where like you got the Bigfoot and like the Yeti was, I watched, uh, I cannot remember the name of the show, but it was like this re it was a show and it showed you like the darker side of science where people were trying to prove something, but it was kind of dark or even, um, you know, dark stories where it was one where it was about Russians that went off to camp in the fifties. And then all of a sudden they went totally missing, no bodies, no nothing. And I'm thinking maybe that was a Yeti. Hmm. So I mean, I forget what it was called. It was hosted by a guy, and he did a TV show. But they did some really crazy things, and it, it worked with history. 
like uh, they talked about, um, I guess there was a guy that was trying to do head transplants. So he would literally cut off monkeys' heads. Oh, my God. And reattach them back to their body. And he could get them to come back to life. Oh, my God. That's uh, so crazy, dude. But the problem is you can't reconnect the spinal cord. So this is what he did is he just, he did that the whole entire time. Um, That's horrible, dude. Oh yeah. The only one that got to me was the guy that was trying to, he would, he would pretty much kill dogs. Oh no. And then reanimate them, try and reanimate them. And he figured out how to do it. And he had a guy that was on death row all ready to do it. And everything was okay until the justice system said, no, you're, we're not going to let you try and reanimate him just in case he did come back to life. Good the, God. That means, that means he would have served his sentence. Oh, my God. Can you imagine, though, like what this is mad scientist stuff, dude? Oh, it's it's crazy. What was the. No uh, way. Now you're just going into like ethical, moral, spiritual <laughs> questions. That's, that's just what a, this that's was. intense, dude. It, I wish I could remember the name of the show. Because it sounds like something like if you like, you know, history, but you like a little bit of the dark, creepy side of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. This show was like, was like perfect. Some of the stuff, I mean, they talked about uh, a guy wanted to weigh bodies to see if there was a soul. So he waited. Oh, uh, I saw this. this. Like, you saw that one? Yeah. Well, I, I saw something about the study of yeah. the the idea that your soul weighs a certain weight. And because this dude did a study, you know, and you would see that people would lose a specific amount of weight every when they died, when they passed. Yeah. That's, that's, inf- that, that's fascinating. That's the, that's. That, I wish I could remember the show because you know when you asked me to come on, I was thinking about this show and I'm like, yeah, this was this would be great because it's just so. I'll oh, have to it, yeah, I'll have to find it and see if I can't uh, you know watch some of those things to discuss and, and tell the creepers to check into it. Uh, speaking of history, historical creepiness though, so this is a new one I wanted to add. I've had a few people on the show from the network already to do creepy side of the network, and I never asked them this. We went through all the other ones, but this one I was talking to you about, and I wanted to add a new question uh, because it fi- I feels like it, it fits kind of history and the creepy side of things, the dark side of things. Uh, you're a fan of history. Well, in 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 history, like so, is there a moment that you know one of the more creepier, or weirder? What's your more the, the ones that fascinate you more, like the Manson murders or Jonestown or or you know Jack the Ripper, things like that? So, what, what is there a specific moment in history, uh, a dark, creepy side that has always fascinated you? Uh, I would have to say it was more like I said, my. You, most grandmothers are very like want to keep you away from things. <laughs> but, uh, I had a I I I consider myself to have very lucky to have a grandmother that was very um. It was very open with things, where we you know the news was like a big part. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I don't watch the news. But like uh, I remember sitting there. Uh, this is before I had a TV in my room, so 
I had to watch what they were watching was uh, the Jack the Ripper miniseries. And I was just amazed by nobody even knows Jack the Ripper, but different theories behind Jack the Ripper. How young were you around this time? Oh, geez. I don't even think I was 10 years old. I was going to say, because I remember being young in, in that age group, too, being very fascinated with Jack the Ripper the same way. And I think it's kind of funny because when you're a kid, you don't really get the gravity of the crimes themselves. You're more fascinated with the fact that the guy was unknown. He got a, he just kind of disappeared into the darkness and no one knew who it was. Yes. And then the different uh, theories behind you know, was he, did he do this because his mother was a prostitute? I know that was one of them. Um, you know, just all the different theories of what it was, but and who it was, right? Yes. And who it was and everything else. So that was always one that was kind of like my first introduction into, I would say like a serial killing that I knew about historically uh, the one, the only serial killing, the first one that I can remember uh, growing up and, you know, you see on TV was the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The guy next door. And that was a different. That was the thing I remember about Jeffrey Dahmer yeah. was that somebody had there was somebody in the news that quoted that saying he was such a nice guy. He was just the guy next door. Like nobody could have ever thought he was doing that. Yeah, it was just. And once again, I was a young kid. I, I knew he was murdering people. But then, you know, you hear about what he did and you kind of get into the sense of why did he do it after like when I got older and I found out exactly what he was doing. And I think that was more of my gravitation towards of a serial killer was not so much I, I just wanted to know why like what would I don't want to say what would possess somebody to do that because it makes me sound like some like lady yelling at kids <laughs> on the street but um, <laughs> what possesses like, you to do this yeah <laughs> how dare you kill those nice gay men and eat them <laughs> um, but like what led to this point where he had to do it? Cause I remember they even had a mini series on that as well. I don't remember that one as well as a little bit as more of the Jack the Ripper. Um, but that was probably like the first guy that made me like kind of think like, Oh my goodness, this world isn't as yeah pure as we think it is. Yeah. Um, uh, and then you grow up and you start seeing more and more of the, you know, Charles Manson, H.H. H. Holmes, uh, you know, and John well, John Wayne Gacy, you know, and it gets more and more horrific. Uh, what was uh, crazy? Yeah, that was that was the Sillery Killer thing. Oh, the one guy he killed Versace. I remember that. Oh, I remember that, that too. And he was on the run forever. I remember that being like a big thing. And, uh, you know, are they going to catch him? You know, he killed this famous person and everything else and all of that. It's just something that kind of was like, wow, this could happen. This We're not, <laughs> like I said, it's not as roses and everything else in this world. Um, yeah. Another thing, like uh, probably my my biggest thing throughout history is like the whole world war two, uh, world war two all oh. the way around. 
Um, yeah, I would say. I don't, I don't want to like get too crazy on it or anything, but just that whole crazy devastation of what was going on. Um, yeah. That's like, uh, that's re- like reality horror. Like that's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's so scary to think that that could happen. I mean, it really could happen at any time in any country and it's nothing that you as a citizen heck have any control over. I mean, it's scary when you think about serial killers or, you know, those kinds of cults, things like that. But war is just, it's, it's so horrific because I feel like it affects so many people on different levels across different kind of cultures. And it's, it's, that is a true horror. I think what got me mostly in that is my, my mother told me, uh, her father passed when I was like real young. So, but my mother told me that the only story my grandfather ever told her about world war two was when they came across an internment camp. Oh no. And the smell, she said that he always mentioned the smell and how people looked and that he felt bad that, you know, a lot of people, I think a lot of people, if you don't follow history, think, once they took over Germany, we just like unlocked the gates and these people just came out. Yeah. But they actually had to stay in there for a long period of time because of the disease and everything else that was going on. Oh my God. So he, so she always mentioned that, that he was, I thought it was kind of weird when I was little and I'm like, why would he guard an internment camp? But as you learn about history, you could understand why they had to do that. So he, you know, he, um, he liberated this country, you know, what was part of liberating this country, mm-hmm. but then it was, it's just, it's one of those horrible, horrible things throughout history. Um, yeah. And, and, and creepy when you, when you dig in farther into what, into what happened to yeah. everybody. And then there is like even the darker side. I mean, I know you've heard of, I mean, if you're a fan of history, you, you know, the stuff like, you know, the, the scientists that were doing some of the craziest, yes. most mad scientist experiments, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, definitely. Dude, you know, you, you I think you hit it right on the head, man. World War II is probably one of the more horrific moments in our existence mm-hmm. on, on this planet, humanity's existence on this planet. Oh, um, I'll tell you what, though, Andrew Lenz, you are a shining light in the humanity's existence, man. I appreciate having you on the show. <laughs> I appreciate having you on on the network. I appreciate the the work you put out. I, I appreciate the show that you have. The the you know you, giving some other people a chance to come on and discuss the things that bring them joy. You know, I appreciate you coming in and, and delving into a little bit of the darker, creepier side. But uh, I think it's time to cleanse yourself and then <laughs> go sp- yeah. speak on some things that are a little bit more happy. Uh, but, dude, I appreciate yeah. you coming on, man. It was a really, really good time. And I hope, uh, you know, the creepers, the listeners had a chance to get to know you a little better, at least the darker side of you. And they're, they're uh, going to go check out your other shows as well. Thank you very much. I had a lot of fun. Like I said, it's, this is way different than what I normally talk about. So <laughs> thank you for giving me the opportunity to, you know, <laughs> go decompress from the 
the darker side of things that I enjoy. Yeah, no worries, dude. I'll, we'll definitely have you on in the in the future if you're interested in talking any of our other topics. I'll let you know uh, if I feel like it runs up your alley because I like like I said, I know you're into history and especially now that I know you're really into the ghosts and stuff, man. Uh, yeah, we could have some good good conversations here in the future. But Andrew, thanks so much. Uh, just real quick, let creepers know again one more time where they can find you if you're on if you want them following you on social or anything like that. Tell them where to find you. Um, I have the Two Point Conversation uh, Facebook page. We've always got content up there for sports. And also I have the Let's Talk But No Politics Facebook page where uh, we put up a lot less heavier stuff than this, which is a lot of nostalgia and just things that you might remember from your childhood or just any other random topics that have to do with pop culture or things going on in the world that don't have to do with politics there you go there you go andrew again one more time thanks so much for joining us creepers as you know it's time to leave the clubhouse so on your way out make sure you shut those windows turn off the lights lock the doors and as always stay creepy